Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me on Friday the 13th. It's a really dark time right now in the world. I want to send you so much love for wherever you are listening to this, and I hope to shed some light on this this hard time for all of us. This is my race recap for the Chicago Marathon that just happened last Sunday, October 8th, and it was an unforgettable one. I have so many shout outs. I have so many thoughts, but without further ado, let's dive in. This was my second time running the Chicago Marathon. I ran it last year. Excuse me. (coughs) Full disclosure. I have COVID right now, but uh, moving right along, I (coughs) ran this last year in 257.38, ran it this year in 258.00. 11 after a year of battling injury in my calf, having run one marathon, the Rock and Roll San Diego Marathon in June, which was freaking awesome. Having run in my first ultra marathon on St. Jen, shout out to the Running Hearts. Um, and yeah, just the Warriors race. It was amazing and incredible this past summer. And It was a road on my own comeback to get my own redemption to A, match my PR after a year of not PRing in the shorter races and just coming back from an injury. I'm sure many of you could relate to that. And secondly, just coming back and enjoying the sport and loving it and having fun, rocking and rolling. So... It's been a ride. It's been a ride. Um, there have been so many people that have been a part of this journey. It's honestly kind of incredible how this build kind of worked out. Um, I never thought in a million years that I would come across some of these people who came into my life and inspired me uh, more than they know. Um, no names needed. You know who you are if you were a part of this. And being able to partake in such an incredible event with people I coach, people I run with, and just having all those people I just mentioned um, as a part of this journey has been a gift. It's been a gift. And so, you know, 
I, yeah, I just, I, I always get emotional during recaps and I'm also just a little emotional right now. So bear with me. This is a good one. You won't want to miss it. Uh, real quick, just to support my show and the listeners on here, past and future, uh, guests, please do subscribe to the show uh, if you have not already. And if you're here for the first time, welcome. This is a good one to join. So race recap, one of several. Um, this is, so, okay, so race day weekend. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, I got to the Chicago I got to Chicago on Thursday and I had the entire weekend to myself to carb load, to just decompress and sit with my own thoughts. Aside from duties with Core Power, shout out to them. Uh, I was at the expo with them on Saturday with Heather Jensen, Tri Runs Girl, and we just had an amazing time with so many runners and athletes. It was a blast. Uh, so thank you. Shout out to you, uh, Core Power, my sponsor. I am you know, yeah. And outside of that, you know, really, I was just working and sitting with my own thoughts. Um, I'm not the best at doing that. But it's really important to be able to be with yourself and your head during the marathon. It's a long freaking time. And we live in our head for several hours. So, you know, the day before race day, um, I was really nervous. I could barely think I was stuffing carbs in my face. I was just doing all of the things I've done in my training. I had the complete taper crazies. Uh, thanks to Jennifer Chambers, my coach, Jason, uh, my friends, you know, these people helped me have the confidence in myself that I just needed that little extra nudge. And it's not that I wasn't confident. I was just, I was scared. Aren't we all? Um, I was able to really stay calm, grounded, and just collected and, you know, get ready to freaking race. Um, as many of you know, I spend my life pouring my energy and expertise to helping others smash their goals similar to mine uh, because we a lot of us find our best selves through running. I needed the energy I give out back, and I got it. It was the best feeling. So I was so ready and fierce to tackle that starting line. Um Real quick, returning after this past winter, after that major minor calf injury I mentioned, it allowed me to adjust my goals. Uh, for San Diego, I had a strategy to really stay with it mentally um, as a building block towards this past Sunday. Uh, so had it not been for all the training again leading up to this, I wouldn't have enjoyed every step, which is exactly what I did. Race day morning, I woke up, I had half a bagel, and I sat staring in the mirror, reciting my mantra, I am a fast runner, and I needed to start um, just like with a good mindset. I remember taking the shuttle from the hotel, I was trying to preserve my energy, I arrived to Grand Park super early at like 5.45am, uh, I was in two sweatshirts, Cozied up with a pair of sweatpants, a face mask, hat, gloves, hand warmers, the hot hand warmers. Um, did I know that or what? <laughs> I sat by a tree. I arrived at my corral embracing just the moment, minute by minute, looking around at other runners and reminding myself how lucky I am to be here and that I get to run the Chicago Marathon because we pay to do this shit. Excuse my French. Ugh. The start... Um, 
about a half hour from closing the corrals at 7.20 a.m., I went to the bathroom and started to strip my layers. Um, I had my strawberry banana you can. Shout out to you can. It's a very, very good uh, gel and has carbohydrate super starch that is like a steady releasing carbohydrate. It's real good. You should try it out. The link is under the show notes, by the way, if you want to purchase it. Getting back to the marathon start, uh, the pre-marathon ritual I have, uh, I got into my corral, did my visualization, embraced the moment, sucked it all in, absorbed it. Um, it was exhilarating. I saw my friend Amanda at the start. Uh, we were both frantic, but the nerves and the excitement, it was just exhilarating. I was so laser focused, tunnel visions, promised myself not to go out too fast. And I tend to be good at that. So this was a huge success for me because I didn't. Um, we all know the GPS is very wonky in Chicago and pretty unreliable. I told myself I'd check the overall time after passing mile marker one. And I did because that was the overall time versus what the pace was calculating. So let's go back real quick. The countdown was five minutes. I stripped my final layers. It was my first time racing in briefs, not training in them. And I'm obsessed, by the way, if you're interested. Um, shout out to Nike running. Uh, 7.30 hit and wave one started to rock and roll. And holy crap, it was happening. And I was so freaking ready. Oof, I just got the chills. <laughs> uh, mile one to three, going under the tunnel during mile one, people flew by me. I promised myself I would go out close to a 655 pace. I was trying to get a PR, um, not go out too fast. I nailed it. After mile one, I ran by feel, pinpointed a few runners in front of me after I felt out the pace a little bit and the feel for the race and the people around me. Um, and I told myself not to get carried away by feeling so good in those first few miles. Adrenaline really makes it harder to judge the pace, as many of us know, and slow it down. But I was on it. I took my first non-caffeinated Morton gel at mile three. I fuel about every 20 minutes in the marathon, by the way. Um, I keep my gels in my sports around my three-quarters Nike top I shared on social and my salt tabs. And I line them up in the order I take them from right to left. I usually front load with non-calf uh, in the first half of the marathon, then alternate between calf and non-calf Morton gels through 26.2. So getting back to the race, miles four to six, I was set, settling into the pace, the effort, focusing on just being there step after step and reminding myself to just stay relaxed. I even said stay relaxed, Allie, and I took my second non-calf Morton at mile 5.5. I remember someone yelling, only 20 miles to go, and I just smiled, and how encouraging, but a great reminder to just relax, not rush it, and focus on the effort for that mile because that's what we can control. Mile 7 to 10, I was cruising. Felt like I was freaking on cruise control there. Um I didn't check my watch. I took my third non-caffeinated Morton at mile eight, and then we were already in the double digits. It's crazy how time flies. Some mantras I told myself at this point were to just stay here, stay in this step, focus on this effort, run this mile as my mind wandered to what was ahead of me. It brought me back to the moment by doing these things. And 
It was so much better for me mentally to hone in on the present, embrace the pack, ride the wave, and freaking send it. You're probably even thinking, why am I celebrating this as a PR? Well, this is a major win for me. Heading back into the last marathon training block, I knew what shape I was in. And therefore, I pivoted my goals because the truth comes out in your training and magic can either happen or not on race day. The training leading into this build was not as ideal as last year. I missed PR after PR previously mentioned, and still I was 30 seconds within what I ran in San Diego in 2022. For me, that's a win, and it's not just the clock. It's all the training, all the successful workouts, all of the smart long run. Shout out to my friends Nolene and Lizzie for joining me in my last two of them and for just racing smart and realistically. I needed this race as my redemption to prove that I'm capable and right where I should be. I felt strong as I have ever felt in the last 10K of a marathon. And now I can't wait to go past my limits and stretch goals and make them my reality. And I believe I can achieve, excuse me, the craziest things. And if I told you out loud what I've envisioned in the future, you'd call me ludicrous, but I'll just plan to do it. You'll see. Thank you for following me on this journey. And we're just getting started. Back to the race, miles 11 to 14. I saw my friend Lauren around the halfway point. I so needed that energy boost. Isn't that the best when you see people along the way? It's freaking cool. I finally found the three-hour pacers and stuck right behind them because they pulled us a few minutes faster than the sub-three page, which was cool. They were amazing. And from the guidance to the coaching to talking us through mile after mile, you guys are freaking badass. The Pacers, they did that, and it just was so encouraging. Whew, miles 13 to 17. These are always tricky for me mentally. My pace dropped a little. It's that sweet spot where, like, you're halfway through the marathon and the race almost begins. Um, just a note here. I need to work on these middle miles. It's a great takeaway for me, a learning lesson, and we all have things to work on. Um, this is when I took my fourth caffeinated Morton at mile 11, by the way. And had two salt tablets followed immediately by water at one of the water stations. I stopped at every other water station, took another calf, Morton gel at mile 14. Mile 15 to 18, another non-caffeinated Morton gel, two salt tablets at mile 17. And then this was followed by a water station so I could absorb those electrolytes. Um, I was kind of dumping water in my face and on my mouth. But yeah, it's hot mess and it was the last thing I cared about. I remember hearing a guy in the loudspeaker at mile 18 saying, the world record just got broken. Kelvin Kitsum, 23-year-old Kenyan, shattered the world record with a scorching time of two hours and 35 seconds. Holy freaking cow. Talk about hearing something inspirational while getting into the pain cave of a marathon. It's just what I needed to hear at mile 18. Miles 19 to 21, I took another... Caffeinated Morton gel, one salt tab at mile 20.5. And the race really started here, that last 10K, as many of us know that I've run before. And if you haven't, it's cool. I'm glad you're here with me living this vicariously. I kept telling myself to focus, to run the mile, to run this effort I'm in. I reminded myself when it began to feel hard to say to myself, how can I respond to this? And am I doing my absolute best? Am I clear on what I'm thinking about and what I'm doing? Am I absolutely pushing myself as best I can, controllably, of course, in this moment? And I kept saying that and reminding myself of that over and over. Yes. Wow. Miles 22 through the beginning of 25, I took another non 
caffeinated Morton gel plus a half of one at 23 and one salt tablet followed immediately by water. The crowds were roaring here. Unlike last year, I was just in awe, so freaking focused and I felt good. I felt the strongest I've ever felt in the last 10K of a marathon. I didn't feel wobbly in my legs. I felt strong as an ox. And this has been a long-term goal for me to nail the last 10K feeling strong and having the ability to hold the pace. I said to myself, it's going to hurt, accept it, lean into it, embrace it. As Kipchoge said in his last milestone, the Breaking 2 project in Vienna, success is on the other side of pain and it couldn't be more accurate. Lesson learned and takeaway, do the best you can in every moment. This applies to life and to running. Miles 25 through 26.2. The pacer said, if you're going to go ahead, go now. And I fully fucking sent it. Took one final caffeinated Morton gel the last mile. And when I saw one mile to go, I reminded myself of my training, of all the hard fall freaking sorry, summer humidity tempo runs where I was dying. All of us were here in New York. And the last mile I said to myself, you're done. The most challenging parts behind you just run. It's only one mile. And that's what I did. I pushed the gas a little because I could. I said, what if I could fly? Shout out to Shelly Joint for that one. And I saw 800 meters before I knew it. It was exhilarating. I turned and saw the 400 meter marker heading up Roosevelt Hill and boom, I took a left turn and it was the last 200 meters and I saw the finish. I bolted through that finish line, stomped on that finish line and said, F yes, I just did that. And this year, my time was reflected immediately. That instant gratification was mine. And even though I ran the race for myself, for my family and my athletes and to inspire others to chase aggressive goals and do hard things, I needed this for me, redemption, and a reminder to myself that I'm badass and I could do hard things. The clock is just the clock, and after 26.2 miles of booking it, it felt pretty damn good to see all my training and hard work reflected in front of my eyes. Just a friendly reminder if you've been following me on here for a bit. Last year, I was at gun time, not chip time, and it took about 10 days for the Chicago Marathon to correct my time and have it posted accurately. So I didn't get that instant gratification that you get finishing that 26.2. And I know you could relate on here to me if that's ever happened to you, or even if it hasn't, just you know what that feeling feels like when you cross the end of a marathon. It's the biggest runner's high you'll probably ever get or close. Um, I really have to thank my support corner for this. If it weren't for one of my old athletes turned business coach and mentor, Jennifer Chambers, I would not be performing the way I am today. This woman's a goddess. She's helped me navigate through all the things. Jen, I am forever grateful for you. It truly, it takes a village, guys, to chase your goals. No one achieves excellent things alone, not even Kipchum, Kitum or Kachogi. To my coach, Jason, thanks for guiding me the best way you know how. To my athletes, you inspire me. I might be your coach, but you give me the wings to leave, fly, and soar. Congratulations, Laura Parks, Emily Glazer, Maria Morales, and Juliana Gelfan. And to my friends who raced the Chicago Marathon on Sunday, we kicked ass. To my family, I love you and thank you for always supporting my crazy running goals. To my friends, I am loyal and freaking love you. Always grateful for each one of you. You know who you are. To the Chicago Marathon, thanks for making this race an unforgettable one. Rosie, thank you for handling my social media this past weekend and always and staying so on top of it all. And thank you to Jackie Wilsons 
for getting me on the electrolyte train during a random Friday evening girls chat and just for being among one of the brightest, most knowledgeable coaches and athletes I know and have the pleasure of working with. I appreciate you. Finally, thank you for listening to this. (sighs) You know, and I'm not just quite done yet. (laughs) Um, I walked home for three miles after the race because I didn't run with a phone or I didn't check a bag. I ran into the local Fox 32 News who interviewed me and I was kind of speechless. I was just speechless. Um, I'll share that, you know, the article under the show as well. So you guys could check it out. Um, I was like, wow, I just ran a race that history was made. Um, walking to my hotel and briefs in my Chicago Marathon blanket was definitely an experience to say the least. Uh, there were so many people saying congrats, standing together in solidarity to support the sport we all love most running. I run for Israel. I run for peace. I run to fight. I run to push my limits and break them. I run for joy. I run for others who can't. I run for my athletes. I run for my family and I run for me. It was an incredible time getting to my hotel. I got to see mile 22 of runners still racing because it went right by it. Nothing really brings me more joy than being a part of the sport on both sides. And Sunday, I was able to also be a cheerleader and a coach, giving that energy back that others have given me throughout training and the marathon. All of this fills my cup with joy. It's what I love. And when I can achieve goals and inspire myself to do hard things, I am motivated to help others do the same for themselves wholeheartedly. Times are scary now, unfathomable, break, heartbreaking, and overwhelming. Running is a sport that brings everyone from different walks of life with different whys, especially in marathons together. And it's freaking incredible. Not much brings me more joy than being a part of this community. Chicago 2023, you were unforgettable. To the listeners on here, I hope that this kind of recap inspires you to chase lofty goals, to do hard things, and to never set limits or doubt yourself because you can do hard things and you could conquer crazy goals if you just let yourself to fly. Or that's not proper English. If you just let yourself fly and you get out of your brain and you just go and you set a plan and you find a coach and you go for it. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you're not capable of doing something. And if you do come across someone like that, say, peace, motherfuckers, or just kidding. But you know, not really. Just Surround yourself with the energy you want to attract. Um, Be around people who mirror what you aspire to be and what you value. And never let anything soak away um, your joy. And just always be yourself. You'll have haters. You'll also have lovers too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and my recap. Um, I really appreciate all of you. Thank you for being just a fan of my brand, for following along my journey. I am so excited to announce that my next race is going to be, well, my next marathon is going to be the Berlin 50th anniversary, um, the Berlin Marathon next September. But first things first, let's celebrate this win. And yeah, I can't wait to you know celebrate New York City and hopefully be a part of more peaceful times. Uh, until then, peace, love, run, train train smart and yeah see you next time don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show sharing 
on running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button Apple Podcasts or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Allie Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email, and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Allie Live. See you next time.